Welcome to All Rights Reserved, your exclusive entertainment law and law school podcast with your hosts, Kayla and Suna. This is our first episode, and we're super excited to share our experience with law school and the entertainment industry. So today we're going to be talking a little bit about why law school, why entertainment law, and share some tips on where to start if you're thinking about going to law school yourself. So let's start with a little bit of background first. So I'm going to hand it over to Kayla, who's going to tell us a little bit about where she went to school, why she decided to be in entertainment law, and what her goals are. Thanks, Suna. Um, (laughs) I'm definitely so excited to be doing this with you. Um, You're the first person that comes to mind to really, you know, get this thing going. So I'm really excited about this. Um, So basically, my background is I went to undergrad at UC Santa Barbara, and I graduated in 2016. I actually majored in sociology. So it wasn't your typical, (laughs) yeah, so it wasn't your typical, you know, pre-law, you know, major whatsoever, but I had a great experience there. Um, One of the main reasons why I think I went to law school was junior year, like, ish, kind of like going into my junior year, I had a I had a really good internship experience at an entertainment law firm. But I remember at the time, I did not want to take the LSAT. That's the worst test ever. So basically, I, you know, I I always knew I wanted to go into entertainment, but I didn't really know how or what. Mm -hmm. So I graduated from UCSB in 2016. And then my first job um, out of school, I worked as a production assistant on So You Think You Can Dance. And that was such an awesome experience. I actually got to hang out with Jason Derulo. Oh, so fun. So Hollywood. New TikTok store, <laughs> star. And um, that was a good experience. It definitely got my foot in the door. Mm-hmm. So then after Which is that, the hardest thing to do as well. Yeah. Like, it's, yeah. yeah, crazy. And I think growing up in LA, I definitely had, you know, it, it made it a little bit easier for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was, that was good. And then after that, I actually started working as a receptionist at the same law firm that I had interned with in undergrad. Exactly. (laughs) So I I worked there for about two years and I was like, all right, let's just do it. Let's just bite the bullet. So I started studying for the LSAT and then that's how I got into law school and I chose Southwestern. Obviously. Obviously, (laughs) since we both go there. (laughs) Yes. And it's so well known for entertainment law. Mm -hmm. So I'm really glad Mm -hmm. that we both do that. So, I mean, first year was, you know, we'll get to that at a later episode. That's a whole like seven (laughs) series of episodes, I feel like. (laughs) (laughs) We'll get to that. Um, But yeah, my first summer after 1L, I actually got a job at Paramount. I mean, I don't even... Sometimes I feel like I'm a fraud and I don't even know how I got the job, but it was such an incredible experience. And, you know, that really put my foot in the door for mm-hmm. sure, you know, in the entertainment legal field. Definitely. So then the first my- job makes all the difference, honestly. And like, oh, don't sure. sell yourself short, like ever, <laughs> please. <laughs> no, thank you. But then uh, throughout Too Well, I got really lucky with all my jobs. Mm-hmm. I worked at a production firm. Um, my fall semester. And that was, you know, really great experience doing above the line and below the line contracts. So that was a lot of contract heavy work. Mm -hmm. And then 
I worked for SAG-AFTRA in the spring, which was such an amazing experience. I got to know everything about the unions, about the guilds. It's a huge I think part of entertainment law that people yeah. kind of don't think about. I feel like it doesn't come to mind, but it dictates so many things too. Exactly. Yeah. And you don't even realize how much goes into, you know, if, if you're mm-hmm. a SAG member, I mean, there's just so many <laughs> rules that you have to abide by. So mm-hmm. it really makes all the difference. Um, and then now I'm at Viacom and I absolutely love it. I'm working in their production risk team. So mm-hmm. I get to work on reality TV shows, which That's is perfect. really fun. Yeah. <laughs> but I'd love to get, you know, more into it later on. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'd love to hear about Suna's background. There I mean, we go. It's <laughs> awesome. Segwaying. And you guys are going to love what she has to say. <laughs> well, thanks so much. I hope that's a tough act to follow, but here we go. (laughs) So my name is Suna. I am originally from Istanbul, Turkey. I'm half American. Um, I was born in Oregon, but raised there, been in the States since 2010 when I came here for college. I went to the University of Virginia and I studied economics there. Um, I think economics is one of the feeder majors I'm not sure, like for law school, okay. but I think I actually it... know that about you. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I was. <laughs> yeah. We talk about a lot of things, that. but apparently not our backgrounds at all. <laughs> um, anyway, so I did econ mainly because like I'm good with numbers, but also I felt like it was a very good like foundation degree to have. Like I knew I wasn't going to go into like banking or finance or consulting. But I felt that, you know, it's a solid major. And plus, like, I liked it. I'm, I'm a nerd. So it's Good. like, I like stuff <laughs> and learning. <laughs> so, um, however, while I was an undergrad, I was very involved in the student run record label. So at the time, we were kind of functioning like an indie publisher and label and like, you know, booking gigs for our bands and stuff like that. Um, and as a singer songwriter myself. So I play guitar. Mm. I've never tried to do it as like a real thing. It's definitely more of a hobby for me because I just don't have the starving artist personality, unfortunately. Little high maintenance with some things. But (laughs) but that sort of like started getting me thinking about, okay, maybe being in the music industry is what I want to do. Long story short, ended up in LA, graduated from UVA in December 2014, moved to LA January 2015. And it's been a very interesting five years. Um, The first Mm -hmm. year I hated my life. (laughs) It's like that. It's like the classic like post-grad blues, I feel like, because you kind of graduate with this expectation that, you know, you're going to find what you want immediately and you're going to be happy and like everything's going to be fine. But in reality, odds are you're probably going to hate your first job. You're going to have like 17 existential crises in a row and question everything. Like I decided like at one point I was going to move to Seattle, but then I changed my mind. (laughs) So just because it's nice up there? Well, no, they have like a really great rock scene and like I love rock music. And I was like, maybe I could like break in in a smaller city because like when I moved to LA, I knew nothing, which again, these are all topics we'll get into eventually Mm -hmm. um but I did not do my research before moving here so um yeah so long story short I started considering law school and you know started researching entertainment law and whether that's a thing and lo and behold it's a really integral part of the industry and I thought maybe I'll just take the LSAT and see what happens like I don't have to go but at least I'll have the test like under my belt Mm -hmm. so while I was studying for the LSAT I got this just office job in like real estate. So I spent two years in real estate. I kind of postponed law school for a year just to like see if it was something I was interested in because I'm the type of person who like 
when I get excited about something or like when I'm learning something and it turns out I'm kind of like good at it, I get like this little high and I get sidetracked for like a brief period of time. But then I kind of like reel it back in and I'm like, oh no, that is not what I came here for. So I had a lot of those moments in real estate, Mm -hmm. but ultimately like law school was the goal. So I applied. um, And while I was waiting for my results, I actually landed a job at an independent production company called Big Beach Films in their business affairs department, which was amazing. Like it was such a great experience. I learned so much there. My boss there was amazing too. Um, so I kind of had like my foot in the door before law school, which I feel mm-hmm. like, you know, we were both very lucky in that sense, just cause sure. getting your foot in the door is yeah. the hardest part. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So, um, I started law school in 2018. We're in the same class, obviously, and we're graduating mm-hmm. next year, which is very scary to think about. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and you know, one L was one L it was intense and crazy. And again, we'll get to that. And then, um, last summer I worked for a, music lawyer at his private practice. And, you know, he'd been around for like 30, 20, 30 something years. Very, very experienced, very nice guy too. Like I learned so much. Um, And then I was very lucky to get this internship at Universal Music Publishing Group, which uh, music publishing is one of the areas that I'm primarily interested in aside from other things that I'm trying out, but Mm -hmm. getting to work at the biggest publisher in the market basically was incredible. The team was amazing. I learned so much. Um, I was there for fall and spring until Corona happened. So, so huge, <laughs> unfortunately, I mean, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was just a great experience. And honestly, like, it's just, it was just really fun and it was very mm-hmm. educational. And that's kind of like when you know you're having fun and you are excited to go to work after school in the mornings, yeah. like spring semester after we had evidence, I would go on over all the way to Santa Monica to the UMPG office. And I was like, totally happy to sit in traffic for like an hour on my way there. Yeah, that's not a quick drive. <laughs> Definitely not in traffic. But no. that's where podcasts come in, right? I listen to a ton of podcasts yeah. there and back and albums and all that stuff, obviously. Um, so yeah, the system, not the system, the program got um, suspended due to Corona. And uh, so it got cut short, which was unfortunate, but, you know, maybe I'll make it back there one day. And I'm currently (laughs) um, clerking for an entertainment litigation law firm, which is an area that I didn't come into law school thinking I would be interested in. Like, I always thought I would just do contracts and like transactional (laughs) stuff. (laughs) But, um, you know, the opportunity presented itself and I was like, you know what, why not? Let's just give it a shot. Maybe it's compatible Mm -hmm. with my personality. Maybe I like it. Maybe I hate it. But either way, like I know that's something else to eliminate. So I'm there right now working remotely and it's going pretty well. Um, Still kind of just taking stock of my thoughts on everything and just, you know, treating it as a learning experience. And so, yeah, that's me basically. Amazing. You know, I think it's really important. um, You know, for us, at least we had so much experience during our second year. And Mm -hmm. now we've gotten to a point in our career, even where we know what we do and don't like. Exactly. I mean, for me, yeah. And for me, at least like I was able to cancel out so much of the entertainment industry itself Mm -hmm. that I just was not interested in. Mm -hmm. And I finally have found, you know, an area of law that I actually feel, 
you know, like you were saying, like excited to go yeah. into the office. Like it doesn't you know, feel like remotely, work almost. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it, it really makes a difference. Like yeah. you have to work in mm-hmm. order to make, in order to, you know, cancel everything mm-hmm. out. Yeah, no, totally. It's like, you know, knowing what you don't want is just as valuable. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly. Which, yeah. So that's kind of like where we are, what we're doing. I want to be a music lawyer. Kayla wants to be a digital production attorney extraordinaire, um, <laughs> which I'm sure she will be. <laughs> I will get into what that means. Yes. So we will get into all of it. Um, yes. And it's like really funny because I feel like you and I have very similar backgrounds and we mm-hmm. also love giving unsolicited advice to people. Yes. yes. <laughs> so we this are is not kind of lawyers. We are we not, are not no. lawyers. No, we are not <laughs> lawyers. We are not experts on anything. This is literally no. just like our experience, what has mm-hmm. worked for us. Um, and we're also like, you know, we've been into like peer mentoring and stuff like that too. So it's it's kind of just like, you know, you're coming and listening to this podcast, maybe have a cup of coffee. It's like we're networking together <laughs> in some ways, just, you know, yeah. sharing feelings and things. Um, yeah. And, and <laughs> honestly, we are so thankful, you know, for all of our listeners right now. I mean, I know this is our first right. hurrah, but we are really <laughs> appreciative of all the support that we've gotten. And even if you, you know, want to reach out to us, our, our DMs and our emails <laughs> always open for you. So yeah. never hesitate. Slide into those DMs. Oh, yeah. Uh- <laughs> So yeah, well, getting into the next portion of this episode, we're kind of going to discuss what went into the decision to go to law school, um, why entertainment law again, and we touched on it a little bit, but kind of doing more of a deep dive and Mm -hmm. um, factors that contributed and then some tips, you know, for going into law school and maybe things we wish we knew before starting one else to make. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So um, for me, I didn't realize I wanted to be a lawyer until after I graduated. Mm-hmm. Um, in my last semester at UVA, I took this amazing class. It was, it was literally just like commercial law one or something, <laughs> but it was a survey of kind of like all the doctrinal courses that we take. So we did like contracts, torts, criminal law, um, oh. a little bit of property, property like stuff like that. Um, if any UVA students are listening to this, Professor Moore in the comm school, she teaches the class. I hope she still teaches it. She's amazing. And you need to take both <laughs> of the classes. I was really sad that I didn't get to take the second part because that's where we would have done intellectual property law. Um, but anyway, so that kind of like, I took that class and I was like very interested in this because I think for me, I love knowing why things work the way they do oh, and yeah. what the rules are. And I've always just wondered how things work. <laughs> Same. And, yeah. And like part of that class, I was like, oh, that's why this is worded this way. Or like, oh, that's mm-hmm. why this happened to this person. And like, um, I, it kind of like planted a seed, so to speak. But at the time I was like, I don't think I want to study for the LSAT and do three more years of school. Like I just ended a marathon of 18 years of education, (laughs) probably should take a break and go into the real world (laughs) for a little bit. Um, So I kind of like put it on the back burner a little, but then when I moved to LA and was miserable, my parents were Mm -hmm. like, well, have you thought about grad school? And I was like, I mean, maybe. And then literally, I think one of the things they said was like, well, yeah, everyone who knows, who doesn't know what they want to do does grad school. And I'm like, yep. I'd like to put more thought into it than that. So So I was thinking about it and I was like, okay, like, I don't think I ever want to do a master's in econ just because like, I like econ, (laughs) but not that much. 
Um, and then I was thinking about business school and it just mm-hmm. kind of felt like it wouldn't, it wouldn't give me the value proposition that it gives to most people, I think, just right. personally, not my thing. But then I kind of came back to law school and I was like, hmm, maybe I should like research this a little bit more. And, you know, at the time I was trying to get into the music industry, very unsuccessful because I had no idea what I was doing. Um, But I, you know, started researching about entertainment law. I had met a few lawyers out here like randomly Mm -hmm. and I kind of reached out to them and I asked them questions and I talked to them and like overall, like what they did for a living sounded really cool to me and interesting. And I felt like it was a way to sort of position myself in the industry in a better, more favorable way than just like working your way up, so to speak. I think, yeah, like, I don't know, some part of it, I was just kind of drawn to it, I guess. And I kind of go with my gut most of the time. So I was like, you know what, I'm just going to look into this. I'm going to take the LSAT and figure it out. And then along the way, I sort of realized I was just really passionate about it. And I did a lot of research before I started law school about like, the loans, how it works, like oh, yeah. the job market, which freaked me out a lot. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> we'll so get kinda, into that eventually. <laughs> Unfortunately, it is a must. Um, yeah. But yeah, I just, that's kind of how I ended up where I am. It was a lot of trial and error for sure. Um, but yeah. I can confidently say it was the right decision. I mean, I'm, I'm right there with you. Mm-hmm. I didn't really know that I wanted to do law school until after I graduated as well, um, I, it definitely was in the back of my head mm-hmm. when I was in undergrad, but I never, I mean, I will be a gaucho till the day I die, but UCSB <laughs> doesn't really have, they don't really have any, you know, law centric classes. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I took very random courses in undergrad, but none of the courses actually fulfilled me. And I always, you know, like I, I definitely, like you said earlier, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I like to know how things happen. I like right. to know why they happen and, and et cetera. We're sort of control freaks, I think. Not yeah, I was going to say it. that. But <laughs> I was going to say that, but I wasn't sure if I should. But yes, and I, I think mean, a lot of lawyers. It's true. I think a lot of lawyers are like that. Honestly, but, um, it's, a, it's a trait. I definitely think it's yes. one of the traits. But sorry, continue. Um, <laughs> no, you're right. And so... um. You know, I always grew up and both of my parents are professionals, you know, like my mom is a physical therapist and then my dad is a CPA and, you know, and then I have family in real estate. And so I always, you know, wanted to push myself Mm -hmm. to, you know, get a further degree and Mm -hmm. have something to fall back on, you know, Mm -hmm. if things were to, you know, go down the the drain, you know, I I just always thought that I needed security Mm -hmm. and I, I really thought about it for a long time and it was not an easy decision. Um, I'm a horrible standardized test taker. I learned my lesson with the SAT. So (laughs) being the LSAT was not fun, but I I did it. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I am so happy that I did it Mm -hmm. because I really do love law school and it really does speak to me. And, Mm -hmm. you know, the classes that we learn are actually exciting and they're interesting. And I feel like they honestly taught me a lot about, the world yeah like, well they're really practical yeah, it's like so practical even if they're boring like I I mean property was like one of the most boring classes but it's it was so also practical it's so practical yeah. and it's so is like um you know contracts evidence and for one thing law. I actually loved evidence which was I think me it's just too because of, just because of professor Heilman yeah but, um, she was great <laughs> But it's like, I, I kind of found that like, even if the subject was boring, it was still like relevant to everything. 
Because I check out so... if something is not applicable to my life sometimes, like yeah. mentally. So everything is relevant, especially for the bar exam when you think of that. So it's like, mm-hmm. okay, got to pay attention. <laughs> but it makes it so much more interesting when you're mm-hmm. watching TV shows. Like you pick up on so much more. Mm-hmm. It's it's crazy. I absolutely love it. Like yeah. I, I love watching <laughs> Criminal Minds. Um, I love watching Law and Order. I, See, love like, watching I can't watch those everything. because I'm like, I spend all day doing this. I need to watch something else. Is how, <laughs> well, that's like, why I need I do, a break. <laughs> that's why I do criminal law because gotcha. I do that's entertainment all day. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's fair. <laughs> hmm, maybe I'll look into it. <laughs> it's a great show. Yeah. Highly recommend. Great. <laughs> Going into law school, I mean, I think it's really important to mm-hmm. make sure that that's what you want to do because it, this is not a cheap decision. Oh, 100%. And you are going to be pouring your heart and soul into 1L day in and day out mm-hmm. and you need a hustle and you cannot rely on anyone else. Right. You have to put in that work. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's just not something that can come easily. I know a lot of people do really well in school, especially in undergrad, but this is a whole other ballpark. It really is. I mean, it's true. Yeah. It's very different. And I feel like it's just such a change of everything. So I feel like part of the challenge of 1L is just adjusting because like you're learning to speak this new language almost. And I don't think I've ever studied so hard in my life. But now I'm like, what was I even doing in undergrad? I could have had a 4.0 if I studied the way I do now. (laughs) I know. I mean, the the entire way that I approach a class has completely shifted. I mean, just going through that 1L, you know, I was just, I think the stress overtook some of, you know, what I was supposed to do. And then, you know, it was just a lot of figuring out mm-hmm. what works for me, how can I succeed, right. stuff like that. So it's again, with I trial mean, and error, like really, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm not the one to ask um, how to succeed extremely well in one L because I I did okay, I didn't do my best. But mm-hmm. then once I figured it all out and I got to two L, I mean, I thrived. I did so yeah. much better, and I think it really takes a you know, time to figure out Mm -hmm. what actually works for you because you can't force it. Oh, totally. And I feel like you kind of have to always be willing to self-evaluate, which can be painful sometimes because like I'm normally someone who's very stuck in her ways. And Mm -hmm. I think during 1L, I was constantly changing what I was doing because obviously this wasn't working, this wasn't working. And then again, trial and error, process of elimination, like you find it Mm -hmm. eventually and some people find it faster than others do. Um, It's just, yeah, it's just an opportunity to grow. And I feel like 1L changes you for life, like for sure. Oh, oh, yeah. I mean, as competitive as as it is, Mm -hmm. I I do think that, you know, it really taught me a lot about myself as a person, my patience, Mm -hmm. you know, the, the... the way that I figured out, you know, like, do I actually have the drive in me to succeed in law school? Right. And and luckily I did, you know, it, Mm -hmm. it took, it really changed me as a person, but I'm, I mean, now that I'm out on the other side, I feel so proud of myself and and, and it's not easy. I mean, going into 1L, it's a struggle for everyone. It's a Mm -hmm. struggle for those who get 4.0s and it's a struggle Mm -hmm. for those who don't do so well. 
but I mean, because it's different. Up, it's like this completely so new different. world, and it's, it's like, and you're also like meeting everyone who also thinks that they're the smartest people in the room in a way. Yes, because like we're all overachievers, right? And like we're all like mm-hmm. high performance type A people. And I feel like you know, I didn't really experience a super toxic side of that, which I feel like I'm fortunate for that because um, I, I mean, I was fine during one L, but I know that like some people take the competition like to another level. Oh, but yeah. then again, I also didn't talk to that many people. So, <laughs> <laughs> so like I had friends obviously, and like, we're mm-hmm. still friends and everything. And it's nice that we like, you know, we're in one L together and all this stuff, but I kind of didn't socialize that much. So I think maybe that probably played a role in it for me, but I have no idea. Well, that easily could have, because <laughs> I had a group of like 16 friends and it, it was, you know, it was definitely an experience, but, yeah. you know, it taught me a lot about people and who you can and can't trust mm-hmm. and just, you know, just what law school is all about. And you have to realize that at the end of the day, these people are your peers and yeah. grades don't matter at the end of the day, you're going to go out in that working world. And if you don't give a good impression to your peers from day one, that person is not going to put out their hand to help you, you know, if you're applying to a job at their firm or, you know, wherever they are. So, I mean, these relationships really are so important to Mm -hmm. maintain because especially like, you know, any type of law school, they always want to help out alumni from the same school or, or Mm -hmm. stuff like that. So I think it's really important to start early, make those connections, maintain them, and don't get too caught up in the competition. It's just not worth it. Just be nice to everyone, honestly. Being nice is not difficult. (laughs) (laughs) However, sometimes being nice, for me at least, has people think that I'm you know, fake because I'm nice, but I try not to be, you know, like I, I yeah. inherently am a very nice person, Same. but I feel like some people may confuse that with being, you know, fake or something. Mm-hmm. So I just try not to let it get to me. I mean, yeah. I have wonderful friends now, especially yeah. Suna. I mean, oh, we, weren't even in this, <laughs> we weren't even in the same section. So, not at all. I mean, and it's like, it's so funny how we randomly just like DM'd on Instagram that one day and then we just got coffee yeah. and we were like, oh my God, where have you been? <laughs> how did that happen? Did, it, what, who, I don't, who, honestly, I, I honestly don't remember, but. I think like maybe I responded to a story or something, but then I was like, we both like entertainment. Do you want to grab coffee sometime or like whatever it was? I think I asked you. <laughs> and this is like how dating in law date. school works. <laughs> yeah. This is how dating in law school works, folks. <laughs> oh, and our boyfriends have the same name, which is very they funny. They do, so which I, I find we... really, really funny. <laughs> um, but we do have a very good connection and I'm like so thankful for her. Yeah. I mean, she's fantastic. She's the best. And <laughs> well, right back yeah. at you. Seriously. It's nice because like, one cool thing about law school is also like you meet so many people who like the same things that you do or that you all have like similar goals. And like, even though there might be some drama or competition or whatever, at the end of the day, like your peers understand exactly what you're going through because they're going through the same stuff. So there's like a lot of camaraderie involved too. And it's just, you know, we suffer together. It's fine. (laughs) It's important not to alienate yourself. I mean, I know some people study by themselves, but law school is definitely not the time to be alone because (laughs) you need the support. Well, I study by myself because of the way my brain works. But you had a support system. I did. This is true. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think, yeah, definitely. It, like, it depends, but I definitely agree that, like, you need to have people in your life that can relate to you on those kinds of things. And then, you know, it all goes back to relationship building and being a good human and everything. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, and the reason why I want to do entertainment law, you know, I just have grown up in LA. I've grown up around Hollywood. I've you know, really had a firsthand look into celebrities and movies, and I've just really felt connected to it. I really have. I can't really explain why, but I just do. I I love it. And so I think that just, you know, just like what you were saying, I I think it's really cool to play that role. It's it's especially a very important role when you're in legal doing production Mm -hmm. law and stuff like that. I mean, you you definitely negotiate. You call mm-hmm. the shots a lot of the time. You are the pinpoint person to, you know, make a very important business decision. And I think right. that that puts, you know, that's a really important role. And I think it's cool because you, you know, you get to be there while a movie is being made. Mm-hmm. You know, it's even though you are behind the scenes, it it definitely is cool to be involved. And I think that's part of the reason why I, I love it so much. Yeah, I completely agree. I mean, I've also like my biggest passion outside of what I'm doing right now is music in general. Like I always, maybe since from, well, not always, always, I think in the back of my mind always, but <laughs> since I was like, you know, like 17, 18, I knew that it was something that I wanted to do because I've always been a very musical person. But um, part of the reasons that part, well, one reason why Uh, music law specifically is my thing outside of being my passion is also, you know, advocating for artists, making sure they get paid because like, especially streaming and everything, the royalty system is completely different. And like, there are a lot of things that are still, you know, getting fixed and need to be fixed. And you need someone in your team to like really fight for you and make sure that your rights are being protected. You're being adequately compensated. People aren't ripping you off. Oh yeah. Um, There's just a lot of different (laughs) venues, but I think at the end of the day, it's like having a role in getting something made or protecting the person who made something that is really cool and meaningful. It's cool. It's great. And you get to use your brain for good, basically. (laughs) That's kind of like how I think about it. (laughs) And and that applies to all types of law. I mean, just even criminal law, it's everyone is using their brain for good. And that's why I absolutely love the law profession. And, and I love the fact that you're so passionate about music. You are a musician. (laughs) I mean, you really are. And so I think doing things that we're passionate about is extremely important because you do not want to live the rest of your life, you know, for the next 60, 70 years doing something that you hate. I mean, just for you know, money or status. It's just not worth it. I definitely (laughs) encourage people to do it because they're passionate about doing law, not just because they're told to do it. Yeah. You need a really good why because it's taxing on your soul, your body, (laughs) your brain, like your finances, all of it. Like it's it's very (laughs) difficult and it's three years of just constant hustling. And so, especially during 1L, when you can't take any classes that are related to the field that you're interested, unless you're interested in one of like criminal law or like personal injury or like property or that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff. 
But like, you know, we were lucky enough to be able to take copyright law, which I know you weren't a huge fan of, but like I nerded (laughs) out over it. But like, it's hard to kind of keep sight of your goal when you're being thrown all these different things that are not related to what you want to do. So you have to have a very, very good reason for why you're there. Like, oh, I just didn't know what to do after undergrad or like, oh, I just want to make a lot of money. Like those, that's not going to really help you stay motivated at all. Um, that's like usually my biggest tip for considering law school is like just make sure that it is something you really want to do and take your time in making that decision. Like I took three years off before I started law school and I'm really, really glad that I did because one, like getting work experience is always good, obviously, but I really had time to research. I talked to lawyers, I talked to law students, like I Googled everything and anything. (laughs) And, you know, also there's a great YouTube um, vlogger community that are law students. Those were super helpful. (laughs) That's good. Yeah. It's just like, you know, I think that it's a very hard profession to get into just because Mm -hmm. there's three years of law school and then the bar exam. So you want to make sure that, you know, you're doing it for you and the right reasons and you're going to stay motivated because of that. Completely. And <laughs> I'm so excited to, you know, get the ball rolling on yeah. our podcast. You know, like we have so many topics to share with you guys. Um, everything from networking to finances to the yeah. LSAT. And so even just, just studying and like regular yeah. things about law school. If you guys have any questions, obviously feel free to DM us. We're on Instagram and we have an email, I think. <laughs> Yes, we do. Uh, we do. Um, I think this will be really good and informational for, mm-hmm. you know, incoming 1L students, as well as people wanting to take the LSAT and, totally. and you know, even, even practicing attorneys who want to get into entertainment law. I mean, it's not like we started off as, as lawyers, but yeah. we do. It's like we don't experience. know everything, but we know what we've been through. No. So exactly. we're here to share and that, which is the beauty of podcasts. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and yeah, and we're just super excited to get the ball rolling every yeah, single week. And exactly. we'd love for you to continue to tune in because we want to make this as exciting and informational as possible. So please let us know anything that you would like us to talk about because we want to make this specifically informational and yes. helpful to you. We'll never say that we're the experts, but this is just how we've been figuring our stuff out. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Well, well, thank you for tuning in. Yes, thank you so much. And we can't wait for you to hear our next episode. Yeah, so stay tuned.